Hey everybody, before we get into the show, we want to tell you about Jet Tracks. That's Jet Tracks, where you can find your sound. Search tracks and beats from today's hottest producers and sell your tracks and beats while making limitless connections and collaborate with songwriters and artists and producers from all around the world. When you search Jet Tracks and find a track you want to purchase, type in promo code BMBRS. That's promo code BMBRS. Do this at checkout and you will receive a free basic license track. It's an awesome deal. I myself as a songwriter am in love with this company. I love what it offers. Y'all check out JetTracks.com. That's JetTracks.com. Type in promo code BMBRS and receive that free basic license track today. Now it's time for the show. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Bombcast. I'm your host, Steve Lester, and with me as always is Mr. Kevin McElroy. We are owners of Bombers and Sleeves, a clothing and lifestyle brand dedicated to the war on self-doubt, where we encourage you to bomb your boundaries and chase after your dreams. Our special guests today are two of Nashville's finest music creators, Mr. Joey Ebach and our past Bombcast guest, Ryland Fisher. Today we're going to learn about their amazing new business, Jet Tracks, so let's go and get into the show. Mr. McElroy, how are we doing, my brother? What is up, my friend? Feeling good, feeling positive. Always a pleasure to be back in this room. Absolutely, man. I think uh, you you had texted me today and said it's going to be great getting that mic therapy. It is mic therapy. And now, thanks to you, it's, it's literally we're in a fucking therapist room. We got the Himalayan salt lamp. Oh, we yeah. got the TV fireplace. It smells like fall in here. I literally, dude, I could I want to open up to you about my life right now. Yeah, no, please yeah. do. Have a seat on the couch and uh, lay down. Tell me where it hurts. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all, it is so good to be back, though. And thank you all again for for downloading and streaming these episodes, man. It really means the world. Guys, we have a killer show. Killer show today. Uh, We have a Bombcast first. Okay, we have a Bombcast first because we have two guests today. That's right, two guests. Count them. Give me two per. I need two per. And we're excited to have these guys here. Um, And honestly, I think all of our songwriters, artists, producers, or just music creators in general that listen to our show. Guys, you're going to love this episode because we're about to learn about this fucking awesome new company called Jet Tracks. Now, before we get into it, though, I'm going to toss it over to Kev. Kev's going to go over some news for you, some Bombers news. Uh, I will say not this weekend, but next week we have a really excited, uh, really exciting uh, event coming up. So Kev's going to dive into that and uh, some more stuff. So Kev, what do we got, brother? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. It's great to be with you guys again. And yes, as Steve said, man, I'm really excited for our guest today. Um, I fucking love entrepreneurship. And um, like when a new business idea comes across, I just like, I love that, man. It just like yeah. makes me feel good on the inside, man. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to, to get to talk to these guys. Uh, but yes, to the minutes, to the news, lots of things have been going down. So last time uh, we spoke, we had talked about... Um, uh, you know, doing the the six one vibe deal with uh, with Music City Boxing. Well, we they have been cool enough to kind of give me more opportunities with them uh, to design some more merchandise. So I have been uh, busy working on some new hoodie designs for them, a hoodie and a crew neck that's coming out um, in the next couple of weeks. But through uh, that partnership with them, doing some merchandise on the side. Um, you know, all of our, all of the whole bombers lineup is hanging up in the music city 
boxing gym. So you'll see the merch for them that that I've designed, but then you'll see the the bombers merch there too. And so that's been a huge opportunity for us because um, a lot of the boxers. Um, the way Music City Boxing works is like it's not like a title boxing where it's like a, a strictly a group fitness uh, facility. They have actual pro fighters that fight out of there. Um, so most notably, the super middleweight champ uh, Caleb Sweethands, uh, Caleb Plant, is, who goes by Sweethands. Uh, he had a big fight at Bridgestone. Maybe any of you Nashville listeners might have seen that. Anyway, uh, he fights out of that gym. So the cool thing about having our merch up there is that a lot of these pro fighters or these amateurs that are um, about to make their pro debut see all our stuff and a big source of income for fighters just like bands or anyone else is to have merch so when they start um on the i guess the the lower level of the pro circuit like still on pay-per-view but not quite espn um a, a part of the way that they you know fund that fight is through merchandise so thankfully i had two fighters that are going to be on the same card november 7th in chattanooga uh reach out and wanted me to design some uh, I, I guess they're logos, but they were basically more shirt designs that they could put on um, their custom-made trunks and jackets like they come out with. You guys know the, all the dope pageantry that comes with uh, fighting. So they wanted shirts made, and then they also wanted stuff that could go like on their trunks and on their jackets. So I uh, got to work on that, and it came out really cool, man. Uh, one was for Rydell Mays, who goes by uh, the nickname Super. So Rydell Super Mays Jr. He's 6-0, and about to be 7-0 and uh, after this fight in Chattanooga. He's insane, man. He was I, I think he was at the heavyweight, but now he's trying to, to uh, cut a weight class and go down a little bit. Um, so I'm not sure what, what he's fighting at for this one. But uh, regardless of that, uh, it was really cool to um, kind of get him, meet him in person and hear like how excited he is because he's he is right at that next level, man. Yeah. If he gets two, three more wins under his belt, he's going to move into that next uh, rank and, and be on ESPN and get those those bigger arena fights. Um, so it was it's really cool timing to be a part of this. So we did a trade and in exchange for me designing the uh logo slash shirt shirt design for him uh we got to be bombers our logo got to be featured on his trunks and so he sent a picture of that a couple weeks ago and we are front and center on the front of these trunks it says says super across the belt and then bombers right below it which is fucking awesome you can't miss (laughs) it and it looks so rad on these on these trunks man and um you know it's not it's again you know it's one of those things where you guys know that one thing that's important to Steve and I is just sharing like the wins along this journey. And this is something that I want to note here because we didn't set out to to do this, right? We weren't like, oh man, we got to target boxers and like get in the fight right. game and do that thing. But yet here we are like designing merch for them um, and getting, you know, in, in exchange, getting some advertisement uh, on the trunks, which is, which is super cool. And then we're, uh, you know, so we're on the trunks and then we're on the back of uh, Rydell's shirts that he had made too, like on the, uh, as part of like the sponsorship collage. You guys have seen it when people run like 5Ks and stuff, they got all the sponsors on the back of it. Same kind of setup there. So and the shirts uh, will be available for purchase at the fight. At, at the fight. Yeah. yeah. At the fight. Yeah. Yeah. And if you follow, um, if you want to follow him, it's at, at Super Maze Jr., uh, M-A-Y-E-S is how you spell maze. Um, if you want to f- give him a follow, he's a super cool dude, super nice. I'm really excited for him. So, um, 
so we did that. And then another fighter on that card goes by KJ. His name's Kerry James, uh, nicknamed King James. Uh, he, this is his first professional fight debut, which is really exciting for him too. And this kid is awesome, dude. Uh, we have actually developed like more of a friendship outside of this. We've had, we've had a lot of like long, um, phone conversations, which has been cool. Uh, this guy's tenacity and fight is just inspiring, man. And I think that's, what's cool about, um, being able to network with these guys is like, they're, they're high achievers in that realm, man. Boxing is insane. So, you know, um, I know our guests in here tonight, man, are, you know, get fired up around that type of mentality too. So, um, I just wanted to like, to mention that cause it's cool to, to be around that. I like to, to, um, you know, be, be in the synergy of that. So KJ has been kicking ass. He's putting out cool promo videos and he wanted like, he wanted a cool, like street art kind of hand drawn thing. Um, whereas, whereas Rydell's was more of like a, very traditional like sports type of logo with really clean lines and like some gradient stuff, uh, which is cool. I enjoy doing that, but like to actually get to sit down, um, and do like some hand-drawn illustration for KJ was super cool. So we did, um, like graffiti letters on the left and right of it, the, like his initials K and J, and then like this big, like hand-drawn Cobra with like some cool shading in it with like a crown on it. Um, and he showed me the the trunks and the jacket with that. And it looks super fucking rad, man. So, um, again, just honored to be a part of these guys' journey and honored that, um, you know, by default, we get to bring bombers into there um, because, you know, their work ethic and what they're trying to accomplish is right in line with our mission. I mean, Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know yeah. of people that are bombing their boundaries much more than fucking people that are giving it up to be pro boxers. It's oh, pretty no. crazy. No, I mean, they're right in the, the work r- ethic yeah. it takes to be. Oh, geez. yeah, it's insane, man. So, um, so Steve and I are going to be present at that fight. We got ringside seats to that. Um, it's at the, is it, what is it? The Jordan something Jordan? Uh, I forgot the name of the arena, but I it's forget like the name of the arena. Yeah. It's like a smaller arena in Chattanooga. So, uh, we're going to go down there, stay the night, uh, sit ringside and cheer these guys on, man. So we'll be, uh, yeah, we'll be taking stories the whole night and taking pictures. So, um, depending on when you guys are listening to that, that's November 7th and we are, was this October 29th tonight? Yeah. So, uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah. That's, we'll that's, be taking them to yeah. the fight with us, man. We'll be taking yeah. them to the fight Follow with us you. on Instagram, yeah. man. You'll, you'll you'll see everything, man. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I've never uh, I, I've watched boxing on TV. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been a big fan of fighting culture for a while, but I've never actually physically gone to a fight. So yeah. uh, I'm super stoked. I know you're super stoked. I don't even know what to do with my hands when I'm there. Like I'm I'm just gonna I be know. just enthralled the whole entire ride. No, dude, same here, man. And I told them. Uh, I told that to these guys over the phone. I was like, this is so crazy, man. Like I've never been to a boxing match. I've never taken like a boxing class. And now here we are like right in the middle of it um, being, you know, key contributors to the, to their journey. So I don't know. Super cool, man. And one of those things that just came about organically. So um, the point of that is to inform you, but it's also to kind of inspire you and let you know, you know, uh, that just as you keep moving forward, man, anything can pop up and just be open to those opportunities because you never know you know, what direction it may take. I, something that I'm really excited about is this, uh, I, I call it the Minson wash. Can we go into the Minson? The Minson. Yeah. So, um, we've been putting a lot of thought into what we want to roll out for agenda in February, which you guys are well aware of. Um, and you know, we have, 
we got a we got a lot of the colorways are, are pretty much the same. We got a lot of black. We got a lot of white. We have you know the icon shirt is like the most colorful one we have, and so um, a great friend of ours, um, Chainsaw Betty, she used to work at uh, this American store here in Nashville, which you may or may not know we used to be owned by Yellow Wolf, who's who's a rapper uh, that's fairly well known. Anyway, uh, she was the barbershop manager there and it's where I went to get my haircut. Um, they have since shut down to, um, due to COVID and, you know, unfortunately they're, they're probably not coming back. So, um, Ashley and her, her partner have started a, uh, custom screen print and tie dye. Uh, well, it's like, it's a bunch of different dyes, tie dye, ice dye, um, mineral washes and stuff like that called press or dye, uh, dye spelled D Y E super cool stuff, man. In my opinion, not just being biased, some of the best like custom dye stuff out there on the market. And so, um, her and I've just been talking a lot, you know, we've always wanted to work with each other and the idea kind of came up to, uh, you know, we want to put that large skull that's on the back of that, uh, collaboration piece that we did with Mark McLaughlin, which a lot of you guys have seen. Uh, we want to put that on the front of a crew neck, but instead of just doing like a standard, uh, you know, black or gray crew neck with that big skull on the front, we wanted to step it up and do like a mineral or acid wash. And so I reached out to, um, to Ashley over at Press or Die, and she was stoked about the idea of a collaboration. So that has opened up the door to not only a mineral wash with the with the big skull on the front of the hoodie, but possibly you know some new designs that um, incorporate traditional tie dye or some ice dye. The stuff she does is unbelievable. So uh, follow Press or Die D Y E uh, on Instagram and check out her stuff, man. It's unbelievable. She's a great graphic designer, great custom dye, and uh, we're now we're gonna do a kick-ass collaboration with her. And this is super fucking cool because now we have um like a really really custom piece to take to agenda with us not that we didn't feel ready before we were going to have great stuff but now this kind of takes it up another level so we're really hoping that um you know we can continue continue to join forces with them and who knows man maybe we uh even go in on a screen print shop together i don't know whatever you know the the world the world is ours the world is Uh, ours you know that's just thinking forward man putting it out to the universe that would be badass yes sir so um Anyway, super cool and super thankful for them. So uh, be watching for that. Absolutely, man. Uh, yeah, the super sin. the men's sin. I think that's what we got to call it. The men's sin, right? Nah, nah. We'll probably come up. Take with it, man. There. I'm into it. All right, y'all. That's gonna do it for the news. Thank you, Mr. McElroy. Uh, okay, oh, you, we are gonna get into our very special guest here. Our two per. Give me two purs. Look. Two Nashville songwriter producers had a dream of connecting artists, songwriters, producers, track builders from all around the world. That dream came to life with Jet Tracks. Their passion is to see talented musicians bring their sounds to life and share them with the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our pleasure to welcome the co-founders of Jet Tracks, Mr. Joey Ebach and Mr. Ryland Fisher. What's up, y'all? What's up? What's going on? Good to see, you, man. Ryland, a, a past guest of the show. It's good to have you back, Joey. Newcomer, man. Yeah, very, first it's time. our pleasure first to have time. you, brother. Thank you. Now, look, I've, I've worked with you guys uh, uh, musically, and and. I gotta say, you're ama- you're you are you're amazing music creators. And uh, you know, real quick before we get into the product, I I, I know you guys personally, uh, and I know you guys have been friends for a really long time. So before we get into the company or the business, um, I want to talk about you know starting a business with a really close friend. It can be an exciting thing. It can also be a really scary thing. 
I mean, you're sitting across two people that are in those shoes right now. And um, I would ask, you know, was it a little scary, like going into business with each other or, or how, how was the feel on that? You know, co-writing teaches you a lot. And uh, we had spent so much time co-writing uh, together that I think we learned how we work together. Um, and, you know, sometimes we get on each other's nerves and stuff, you know, uh, I'll throw out lines or I'll want to push a line and he hates it or, you know, <laughs> I hate his line. And I'm trying to figure out a way to communicate that to him or whatever. <laughs> but we consistently produced it, produced stuff that we considered great, you know, and I think uh, after you do that for a while, uh, you start to learn. I'm starting to know that I work with this person really well and um, and learning, you know, that he's strong in areas that I'm weak and, and I'm strong in areas that he's weak, but learning how to fit those together. Yeah. And I think one, by the time we came to the decision to do this company, uh, I don't think personally, I didn't have any fear about it. Um, I was pretty confident about it. I run everything by my wife. She's like my wisdom, uh, right. wisdom tool. Um, but, uh, she, uh, you know, I ran it by her and she's like, heck yes, you should get Rylan in there, you know? So, um, and so it was, it was a no brainer for me, you know? And I think a lot of that just came from us working together so much. I mean, we, we co-wrote every week, sometimes twice a week for what, a year and a half probably. Yeah, no, I think you, you hit on, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's like co-writing teaches you all these lessons that are, have nothing to do with music. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, we've had this company, what for, uh, it's been September, maybe yeah. early September, late August, yeah. you know, so just a few months. And, um, since then it's like kind of when you brought the, the uh, your idea to me uh, to begin with this was something that so and we'll get into the the nitty-gritty of what this is but a multi-vendor marketplace was something i was i had brought something to joey uh, a couple years ago but it was way too much work for one person to take on is what i found out yeah. as i started to go down because me and joey were going to work together in some capacity back then but i kind of it was just a project that i ended up dropping mm -hmm. and then joey on 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 his side of things over the last couple of years started putting together a version of what jet tracks has now become, uh, on his own. And then, yeah, but then we were like, Hey, you know, how cool would it be to take to, it to the next to level, get, take it to the next level and get, yeah. and, and, you know, get some, get, uh, an unlimited amount of producers involved and, and connect them with an unlimited amount of, you know, songwriters and, and, and music creators but uh what i've learned through the last few months here is absolutely it, all the lessons that i learned co-writing with joey and also not co-writing with joey right it's like yeah. okay how many relationships did i not have this this counterbalance you know or mm -hmm. on, on either side and and uh, i think we found that in business too totally so totally. it's like yeah as much as i think we've it's it's become like kind of like a marriage in a way where yeah. it's like a marriage that that you know is yeah. it has a strong foundation at this point where it's like we could pretty much tell each other whatever we're thinking and it's like you know we yeah. don't we don't take it personally anymore totally. now it's just like okay we want what's either best for the song or in this case what's best for the business yeah well, I think y'all nailed on something too. I think if you can do music, Kevin and I started out doing music together. And I think yeah. uh, whether it's co-writing or just collaborating in, in music or any art form, 
there's a lot of emotion and soul that goes through that. There's a lot of vulnerability. There's a lot of trust that goes through that. So I totally understand what you're saying. Like, you know, having that kind of base of, of co-writing together, uh, it makes maybe a, a business decision going in together a lot easier because you, you've built that kind of trust together, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, y'all. And I got to tell you, man, because uh, we have to explain what JetTracks is. Uh, and I went to you guys' website today. Uh, I, I told Rylan and Joey both, man. I, I was fooling around on it today. I was listening to the tracks. Here I am, like I'm listening to uh, a track for 30 seconds. I'm already writing songs to it. So let's let's get into this, guys. Um, you know, not only am I 100 impressed with like uh, just the, the presentation of the website, but what it actually has to offer music creators from all around the world. So, in your own words, can you explain to us what is Jet Tracks and uh, what does it offer its clients? Well, JetTrax is a multi-vendor music marketplace um, where songwriters uh, and artists can find instrumental tracks uh, to use for writing songs to that they can pitch uh, if they want or they can release them. Um, And for producers, they can add their tracks to the site and basically lease their beats. Um, And so they can... uh, We have four different licenses, and so songwriters and artists will license those those uh tracks and then they'll be able to use that you know for they'll be able to use them in certain ways for instance pitching songs uh or uh releasing on spotify or track customization that sort of thing and so um so it connects the producers and the artists and the songwriters together uh because producers have uh, a lot of producers have extra tracks and a lot of songwriters and artists are looking for tracks. And so we connect those two people in jet tracks and, um, and give them a way to, to, you know, get more tracks, uh, for their writing and, and releasing basically. And you know what, uh, we've, uh, we, and we've talked about this before. We, have, these four licenses that we offer, they weren't just, you know, created on a whim. We have like, iterated over these things like time after time after time and long time yeah and and uh, i think we're finally at a place where um i think what's, what's cool about jet tracks is we offer a license for everybody so even outside of you know a multi-vendor marketplace just if we just look at music globally as a whole how many how many artists or songwriters or um you know a- a- anybody within that world when they need when they're when they're looking for this kind of service like when they're looking for when they need a track like a fully produced thing that sounds professional that's going to work in any environment how much money is wasted right it's like you're not going to get a better deal from a from a producer on the street Mm -hmm. because uh you know maybe you're not at that that level yet basically everybody's getting going to be charged the same price where we we offer an environment where depending on what level you're at you're going to want to purchase a different kind of license you know so we have we have we have a license that that is predominantly um for songwriters pitching songs but we also have uh you know two or three licenses that are strictly geared towards artists and we we have this this fourth license which is geared towards somebody that's wants some more exclusivity, you know, with their, with their track and that want to pursue kind of like outside the box opportunities that you would normally get. So I think, you know, what's cool is like, depending on where you're at in your musical journey, 
we have something for you, you know, and it's not the same price across the board, you know, where you spend like thousands of dollars just for a song. And I'll add that's that's kind of how it came about in the first place is I was producing demos for all these songwriters and, you know, they would pay me hundreds of dollars to produce produce a song. And, you know, I feel like a lot of the headway that I've made in songwriting has come from the fact that I have tracks for about 65 percent of my songs that I write. There's definitely the talent aspect, but I also think the songwriting has sort of a numbers game sort of thing in it. And I think that's why we write so many songs. And, you know, I was thinking to myself, these these writers who are coming to me they have to pick maybe one or two songs a month that they're going to demo because it's, you know, they're going to pay thousand fifteen hundred dollars to have those done. You can't do more than that, you know? And I'm like, if I was in their shoes and I had to just pick like two songs to do this month, I would go out of my mind because I don't know what, I don't know what the best thing I have is, you know, right. but if you, yeah. you know, but in my case, I have tracks for a bunch of stuff. Cause I just track it and I throw it out in the world. And then I'm like, you know, ho- hopefully somebody likes this, you know? And, um, but at, at some point I was like, I have all these tracks laying around and, uh, I have these songwriters who need tracks and they can write songs to the tracks. Um, so, you know, why don't I make them available for cheaper? And so, I mean, if you just do the math, it's like, so you can do two, two tracks a month, custom, and they might or might not come out the way you want them to for a thousand, fifteen hundred, or you can do 10 tracks, you know, through jet tracks and, you know, you have 10 demos that you can, can be pitching. And so it, you know, it was kind of a no brainer. And then as soon as we put it out there again, like uh, Rylan said, I, I, I started this just on my own tracks at first and uh and they were received great and people were writing songs to them they were getting placements and all this kind of stuff getting them taken by publishers and i was like this is amazing you know and and it was cool to hear the stories too you know at first it was just like a business venture but then i started hearing stories of people um making headway with it and you know that that changes things for you because you're like this is this is actually really helping people, you know, to, right. to get ahead. I mean, I'm glad you bring that up. Cause when, when you were talking, I was thinking like, oh, like, are these tracks like battle tested or are they kind of upcycled or were they like laying around from like the back catalog or have they actually been put in front of people and, and people are like, yeah, I like that track. And then people can take it. That's like the first part of the question. And the second part of the question, do you run into like, um, too much reusage of, of a particular track that's really working well for a lot of people. Like, so if, if five, six, 10 people have used the same track to pitch, is there any mechanism in place that like puts a cap on how many times a particular track can be be used? We don't have a mechanism. Uh, we've never run into the issue. Um, and honestly, I don't foresee us doing it because here's the thing at the end of the day, especially for songwriters, what the publishers care about, uh, ultimately is the song you know yeah. if billy currington want, you know if if you get a cut with billy currington he's not going to use the track that you have with it he's he wants your song you know got he's going to have it. his producer produce it so what the tracks do is present your song give your give your song the best possible shot basically perfect and yeah. so it presents it in a great way you know and it catch it catches the publishers right off the bat because they're like you have a track you know and it sounds good and it sounds fresh and and so it gives that extra uh 
attractiveness to publishers so that they'll take the the time to really listen to the song. The song is what you want them to listen to. And you know, the producers on Jet Tracks don't take a co-writer share. So it's really it's about your song, but it's about presenting your song in the best way. Very yeah. cool, man. You know? yeah, if you, if you awesome. think about it, it's like, okay, how many chord progressions, you know, do we have in the world? I think we've all seen those videos where it's like right. they just go through the that me- that medley of yeah. like yep. G, D, E minor, C for like it's 25 like minutes. You know songs, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, chord progression was never a song. And it's like Jet Tracks is, isn't providing songs to anybody. What we're providing, like Joey said, it's like the the framework for you to put your stamp and shine it in the best possible light. Now it's on you, the songwriter, to write the very best song, but uh, and we're gonna help you, you know, sh- and and producers from all over the world. It's like you know we got um, we're a few months old now, but we're lucky to have uh, a lot of talented producers mm-hmm. both inside of Nashville and outside in different genres. I think we we got uh recently we got some more hip hop stuff. We're really and we'll, I'm sure we'll get into this later, but um Jet Tracks versus, you know, maybe some of the other providers out there were about like diversity, you know, mm-hmm. and and like one of our our main focuses when we were building out the site, me and Joey killed ourselves for like 2 months, man. Dude, I bet. Killed yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. when you were describing it, I was like, fuck, dude, the coding on this must be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. The dude, all so fucker, yeah, man. All this guy. Dude, yeah, but it's like yeah. yeah, so and that's kind of the you know, we were talking about the, the the co-writing of this business, right? Is um, I I lean one way and Joey leans the other way, and it's like all the all the all the pretty stuff that you see when you go to that that site. It's like you know that's Joey's eye right there, and it's like I'm more on the back end creating something functional. That's what I do during the day. Is like I have a I'm a software engineer, so I I do software and it's a fucking huge and, value uh, add mm-hmm. in a business market. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. but but it was it was yeah. cool because like in the in the very beginning like uh me and joey we were when he brought the idea and then we started having these preliminary conversations and like very quickly like we realized this is going to be a pain in the ass because yeah. all <laughs> these different things are going to need to be manual yeah. and somehow by the grace of god we've been able to create totally. an automated system where like where, where you have you know any producer on the street can go and sign up and they'll immediately get approved, right? Their their tracks, they're going to go through a review process that we have in place. Um, and But anybody can go and sign up and showcase their talent. We'll take the listen, and that stuff can be available globally, you know? And then to your point earlier, um, you know, when you were asking Joey that, that question, that was in a couple parts, you know? Yeah. I think that second part, you know, I think when you – when you take we've taken something that used to be kind of localized to a music center and now we've made it global yeah um and it's like you have people from all over the world creating music and you have people from all over the world writing to this music it's again it's it's a chord progress i like to call it like a chord progression on steroids yeah you know oh, yeah. and and everybody's going to write a different song to that and if you get that, if you get that, and we'll get into licensing later, but that, sure. that, um, you know, that higher end license, um, that gives you that exclusivity, then you're going to have less people, you know, there's going to, there's only going to be whoever buys that is going to be the last one that, that, ha- that has that track. But at the same time, those other licenses, it's like, they're going to people all over the world, you yeah. know? So, uh, so yeah, I think it, it's uh yeah i think it would it would be pretty unlikely for you know people to write the same song to the 
to yes. the same track. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Steve had the website pulled up on on his phone. It looks fucking beautiful, man. Yeah, it's, it's uh, really clean, dude. It's um, killer, man. Amazing yeah. presentation. Good work, y'all. Thank you. Thank Good you. work. You. you know, it's, it's great for our listeners too because. Um, you know, I think you tapped into something too. These are these are creators and collaborators from all around the world that are a part of Jet Tracks. A lot of our listeners are kind of spread out through the United States and even different countries who don't live in music hubs. But this is kind of a cool access and a chance for them to create and collaborate and connect with people who are in these in Nashville or LA, big music hubs, and mm-hmm. get to work with some of the hottest producers in town. You know, it, it's a great gift, y'all. Yeah, it no, really is. Yeah, it really is amazing, man. I um. Maybe we're getting into our. Can I ask a pricing question? Absolutely, yeah, real quick. Yeah. I just I don't know if that was like later in there. Uh, I didn't want to jump the gun on it if it was. So like, is is it set up for like maybe a lower like subscription based platform for people that like can't pay the higher licensing fees? So like, let's say I pay thirty dollars a month, I get access to maybe the lowest tier of the licensing options. Is there anything like that, or so like how are you guys breaking up yeah, the pricing? It's actually it's actually on a track by track basis. You, oh cool. You, yeah, you pay the you pay the license. It's kind of like you know, um, pricing wise, I, I would compare it to something like like the pricing model. I would compare it to something like Shutterstock or something like that. Nice, okay. Where your your purchase, what you're purchasing is it's it's on a track by track basis, and the producer sets those prices. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, uh, you're paying what you're paying for is rights. You're paying for like usage limits. Got it. Right? Yeah, the honey. Yeah. Yeah, so those four licenses they kind of increment in price, but you know it's uh, yeah it's just based on whatever it is that you're looking for and where you kind of where you're where you're at in your journey, you know. Yeah, yeah. right on, man. That's awesome. Because yeah, I'm thinking, um, you know, so so like Adobe uh, within the last few years has switched over to a subscription base, and like if you're using like Adobe Illustrator or and like looking for fonts, um, all of these graphic designers from all around the world can upload their fonts, and as part of the subscription fee that millions of people pay, you know, mm-hmm. if however many times their fonts are used, um, you know, the, that particular designer gets a gets a little cut of that. So, and I was like fascinated by that model, right. and then so now it's working its way over into into like your type of platform. I think it's just like. Like it's well, a super cool like way to spread out and go global, even yeah. though that's not exactly what you're doing. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely, and and that sounds a lot like um, what Splice is doing. You know, mm-hmm. it, in the in the music world with us, we kind of have a split with, and we try to be as competitive as possible with our pricing just to support uh, you know producers, and um, but basically, uh, yeah, we have a split between the the producer and ourselves, and it's just on a sale by sale basis. At this today, we don't have a subscription model in place. That might be something that we've talked about. We've it. talked about different the thing is ways like, of doing that. yeah, the thing is like we're both producers ourselves, so we know the work that goes into creating a track. Right. I mean, right. it's very time consuming. Yeah, and so being on both ends, like we're the writers and we're producers. We don't want to undercut people. Uh, we don't want to undercut our producers and devalue their work, you know. And I feel like on a subscription, we'd be getting close to that to where if they're just if we're doing like a pool of money and it's just being dispersed out, I don't want somebody to end up with somebody's using their track for ten or fifteen dollars, you know, and they and, the, and they're only ended up with ten or fifteen dollars for their track that they spent all this time working on, you know, and so that's why we let the producers decide the price. We do give suggested prices. Um I I'll just name those off. Uh our our basic, which is basically um 
produce or uh, songwriters pitching songs. Um, our suggested price for that is thirty nine ninety nine, um, and then we have a limited release for an artist. I think it's up to fifty thousand streams on like Spotify. I think so. Um, and that's our standard license, and our suggested price for that is ninety nine ninety nine. And then uh, the pro license, you get the stems, so it adds track customization, so you could take it into a studio and just totally make it your own. Um, and it ups your streams to like 500,000 streams mm-hmm. and some physical distribution. Uh, and our suggested price for that is $249.99. And then our ultimate plus, we take the track down from Jet Tracks. Uh, you have basically a master license in the sense of like you have unlimited usage of the track um, in all platforms. And uh, uh, and the track is never licensed or sold again. And that's for our suggested price is $749.99. And so most of the producers actually use our suggested pricing, yep. um, but yeah. some some producers will, uh, you know, do their own thing too, and we, you know, we completely support that as well. Dude, that's incredibly smart, man. I love that. We're going to be talking a lot about tracks and yep. beats, like this whole conversation. I mean, the company is called Jet Tracks, so it's going to come up a lot. So I want to get into something, um, and I do want to. Uh, I do want to repeat, I would like to at the end, uh, the four license types and, and how we mm-hmm. can, uh, let's, let's mention those again. But I want to go into, because we're going to talk a lot about this, um, this is a word that I think is very common in the songwriting community. But for some of our listeners who have never heard this term, it's called toplining. It's a very important word, I think, is uh, explaining this company. So can you guys explain what toplining is and why it's so significant with beats and tracks? Yeah, uh, so top lining is basically taking a pre-made instrumental track that has defined song sections. So it it already has your intro, verse, chorus, uh, you know, bridge. It's all laid out, and it's just an instrumental track, and you put your own lyrics and melody to that track. And where this really got started was initially in the rap market, uh, because rappers obviously need a beat to to rap to, and so they went on the hunt for finding producers who were creating these instrumental beats. Uh, and likewise, the producers knew these rappers were looking for beats, so they started to create these instrumental beats in hopes that rappers would pick up their beats and release them. And so that kind of moved, uh, shifted into the pop market. So now in L. LA, they do a ton of top lining uh, for pop. Uh, Rylan was telling me the other day that uh, in Europe, top lining is huge. And now it's also uh, made its way into Nashville with Country Market. Uh, with a lot of people doing top lining, even if they don't start with a track, a lot of pro songwriters, and you guys probably know this, uh, they'll have a track guy in the room to lay a beat so that they can write the song to it, you know? And so top lining has become just a, whether it's purchasing a top lining track for your song or having a track guy in the room, just lay a beat so that you can top line it. A lot of songwriting has moved to that kind of model um, and, uh, I think some really cool songs are coming out of it. You know, it changes the picture of songwriting a little bit. Cause it's not, you know, sitting down with your intimate guitar or piano the Nashville way of doing the organic Nashville. Songwriting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still do a ton of that, you know, but, um, but it is fun to have that beat sometimes because 
it'll bring out some different phrasing, mm-hmm. some different flavor in you. Um, one thing I love to do is to get out of my genre a little bit. Like, you know, if everything you, if you pick up a guitar uh, or piano and you just automatically go country all the time with your melodies and everything, everything you put out is country, you know, it's just you sing and it just sounds country. Uh, try doing a pop top lining track and writing a melody over it. And I would, I would bet that you would start to feel those pop melodies come out because you're getting out of that box. And I, and I think top lining just expands your paradigm a little bit. Agreed. And, you know, to be quite honest, it's like, you know, talk about the the traditional Nashville way, right? We may be, you know, as far as some people are concerned, here, at least here in Nashville, we might be talking about some radical ideas here that are, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're a <laughs> little outside the box. Nashville, right? But yeah. but I think uh, we'd be kidding ourselves, as, uh, you know, I know uh, you and I feel this way, and I'm sure Steve's feel this way too, because, you know, I write with both of you guys very often, and how many times are we writing a song where, okay, we're starting with a progression. I know whenever I'm with Steve, whenever I'm with Joe, there's always a vibe set, right? There's always some chord vibe, and it's like, oh, I got this melody. You know, and then what, what do you think that is? Whether it's whether you have a track to begin with or it's an acoustic guitar, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. We're top lining. Like, yeah. and, you know, and what happens next? We start writing that lyric, right? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what uh, what Jet Tracks is about, really. It's like, and I think the beauty of Jet Tracks, it's like, um, you know, because I love writing a lyric to a predefined vibe, whether it's existent, but it's pretty convenient when, when it's already right there, mm-hmm. fully produced and, and, you know, uh, you know, you got a, a great producer shining a light on, on what, on something that can be really cool. And to Joey's point, it's like, maybe if I want to get outside, you know, even if I'm going to top line my own song you know, or like something that I'm creating in that moment, maybe I need to get away from some of these chord progressions that I keep going to over and over and over again. You know, like how can I get out of this box? And it's like, you know, uh, as, as me and Joey were building the site, like, and you know, Joey started throwing up some of the preliminary tracks. I was like, dude, I want to write to this man. I was yeah, like, dude, this is awesome. totally my thing. And this yeah, is yeah. what it's about, man. I'm like, this, I'm, I'm with a girl, I'm on a beach, That's, and now, yeah. like, I'm totally inspired, you know? Yeah. yeah. My point being, I think we're top-lining more often than we think we are, whether there's a track in the room or not. Yeah. And and second of all, it's like, sometimes when, when you can just get outside of your own comfort zone outside of your own box um i think something really cool can happen that you didn't expect you know no that's so rad dude um as you were talking right there i was like how stoked would you be if you're in high school right now and you get a chance to like get some tracks right here and like learn what it's like to play with like professional musicians yeah. right, right out of the gate right. dude yeah. and really hone your yeah. craft from a young age and be like okay when i get in the studio with a professional band this is how they're going to structure and this is like you know so it's already laid out there so you have this fucking awesome template to mm-hmm. like hone your craft mm-hmm. on for yeah. like for the young crowds too no it totally is i i think it's funny because when you guys are talking i just keep thinking of how many stories i've heard from songwriters who've had success and this it's like the one song that you know they thought like man these 10 songs i don't know why they're not number ones but it's the one they went a little outside the box and like it didn't sound anything maybe like them yeah. or like their artistry right. and that was the one that did it yeah i think so too man you know like, like you guys were saying we all get so used to our our, our, our same melodies i mean 
I'm guilty of this when I'm writing by myself. I kind of go to, there's a lot of chords I like. There's a lot of progressions that I like. Mm -hmm. I think Kev said it too. He's like, oh man, is that Dizzy number 45? Like there's a, there's a song called Dizzy I wrote a long time with Kev. And like Mm -hmm. a lot of my stuff comes out like that. It's just my style. My favorite thing is getting uncomfortable, getting outside that box and Mm -hmm. getting into a new style and, and exploring that. And do you guys think, I mean, honestly, that's great for, for any creator is to right. get outside your, your comfort zone. bomb box. your boundaries. Oh, you gotta bomb the <laughs> I mean, you gotta be YB Word. if you you're with me. Yes, of course. No, I, I really do love that, man. And I think that is a, a quick story. Like uh, my first time I ever went to LA was a, was a top lining session. I didn't know what the hell I was mm. doing. I, I brought my guitar like an idiot. And they're like, oh, you don't need that. <laughs> it was uncomfortable. But then like, really, let's talk about it though. If you purchase a track on Jet Tracks, and you have this track that you've fallen in love with. Well, you already know the mood it's going to take you in. Mm-hmm. You already, you basically know the scenery. You can smell it. You can taste it. But now it's your job to tell the story. Mm-hmm. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I, I think for us as, as songwriters or as artists too, like falling in love with the track is almost, can be a number one thing. That, yeah. is, so, that is so number one because then now you can tell your story and not have to worry about like, any, uh, I guess it's not the fuss, but it's any of the stuff that comes in the beginning of like an organic songwriting session. It's already there. Mm-hmm. Now it's your job to do the one thing mm-hmm. and to tell that story. Yeah. Yeah. And having those feelings brought to you and presented to you before you even get down is such a powerful tool. Mm-hmm. It really yeah. is, I think, yeah. as creators. Yeah, you can look yeah. at it like reverse engineering, right? Because normally you would hear the fully produced thing at the end of the road, mm-hmm. at the end of the road right? Yeah. And it's like, you have part of the end of the road and now you just got to write your way toward it, you know? So it's reverse engineering in a way, but in, in the sense that you have a feel for what the mood truly is, not what you think it might be. You know, how many yeah. things change from when you yeah. write a song? I think we've all been in bands and stuff and it's like you record songs and it's like sometimes it doesn't work at the end of the road. This time you know that it works, yeah. you know? And, and, and you're writing the the true, you know, thing of of how this this product ends you know and it's like and i think another thing about top it's one other thing i wanted to mention when you were talking steve you reminded me of something it's like there's also this thing with songwriting that sometimes i think we can't help but avoid but like boiling the ocean right when there's like too many options yeah yeah when you have a blank sheet of paper everything is a possibility right yeah and i think i've heard uh, very intelligent songwriters like heroes of mine uh, say very often, everybody always says the same thing. And it's like, it's, there's, there's a freedom actually in limiting those options. Mm-hmm. When you, when you're writing to a top lining track, you're actually limiting the scope of, of what's possible, but it, it gives you that freedom and to, to go and live into that world mm-hmm. instead yeah. of dabbling so in the ocean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, man. Those those constraints are actually, like, those are good constraints. One of the few good constraints. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's not many, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, blank sheet can be a very dangerous world. Like, <laughs> uh, but, you know, you know, as writers, we're all writers here. Like, if someone told you, give you a blank sheet and said, okay, give me 10 minutes of your best stuff, just go write. But if you give me a topic, if you give me a feeling, if you give me something, yeah. then I can live yeah. in that world. And yeah. you're probably going to get better pen to that page, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and just on that, saying the point we were talking about just a minute ago, um, you know, starting with the feel is also good because I've had so many writers come to me for demos and they send me a fully produced demo that they paid to have done. 
and they say uh, it it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to turn out, you mm-hmm. know. And so it's like so now they're paying double because they didn't get the demo that they want. Yes. They they wrote their song, but they can't get their song in the the type of sound that they want it, you know. And that's a challenge, you know. So it's like with this, you start with your sound, you start with your vibe, you know. As mm-hmm. Rylan said, he you know whenever he listens to the song Crush that's on our site, he's like, <laughs> dude, I'm on a, I'm on a beach with a girl. And uh, <laughs> so it's just like you start with your vibe. Your Does vibes, he have clothes on? Your vibes there always. <laughs> Always. It's PG. <laughs> right, right. Tops. Tops. <laughs> yeah, you start with your vibe. You already got that part of it down. And then you just, you know, you add your vocals and you already got the feel. So I think that's an important part. And I, you know, just because I've seen so many songwriters blow a ton of money just trying to get the vibe that they're trying, that they hear their song in. Um, I know that that's, uh, that's a much better way to do it. You know, even though it is, it's writing backwards, you know, it's, it's worth it. So. Mm-hmm. No, that's 100%. And, and I think we've all been, I, I have been there where I've, you, you were absolutely right, where you paid somebody to deliver something that you thought was going to go one way and you end up paying double. Yep. Another point to that too is, you know, you're right. Getting that track firsthand and falling in love with that track, you know, the track's already good. When you're pitching, let me ask you guys this. So, you know, when, when your pluggers are pitching or you're pitching a song to, to publishers or anybody, from from my experience, I think the first seconds of that sound of that track is going to turn them on mm-hmm. or it's going to turn them off. It is mm-hmm. that quick. They might not even get a chance to fall in love with your song because they're already hearing that track. They're like, ah, not good enough. The quality's not there. I'm not interested. This is too out there. But having that track that like just sounds good, the tracks that are available on Jet Tracks, like that is so important when you're trying to become a successful songwriter and trying to pitch these songs out to major label artists, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you can't be everything as a songwriter. Okay. I, I know we're we're talking a lot about songwriting here because it's, you know, where our lives kind of live in in many cases. But also as an artist, it's like you can only be so many things. Like, what are you going to focus on? You know, they, yeah. they write books about this topic. It's like, how many things do you have the energy to be the best at? Yeah. Right. If you want to be the best songwriter in the world, you know, maybe you're not going to be also the best producer in the world that's going to catch the ear of somebody of an A&R person who, who has numb ears, who has heard all the tricks, you know? And, uh, you know, from an art, uh, artist standpoint, it's like you probably have time to spend in, in other areas than producing your own stuff. There yeah. are people, they're all there's unicorns in the world that, do many things they do many things in a very you know in an unbelievable kind of fashion but that's not everybody right you know that's definitely not most people and uh and it's like i think i think it also top lining also gives you that opportunity to do what you do best mm-hmm. you know as a as an artist as a songwriter what have you and even as a producer you know on the other side that's the beauty of the multi-vendor yeah. marketplace is like we're bringing those worlds together and everybody gets to do what they do best. Mm-hmm. That's awesome that it works from both sides because, you know, I'm thinking like, does a, does a platform like this scare like home studio owners or should they be excited about this? You know, I don't know the answer to that. I'm just, I'm curious. Like, what, what do you guys yeah. Think? yeah. Well, <laughs> I, th- I think it's great because, uh, you know, I am a producer myself and, um, for me it excites me because I think, I think there's a lot of producers who, uh, you know, if you're a producer on any sort of higher level, 
you have done a ton of tracks and a lot of times those tracks um they just sit you know and they're not doing anything and you're right. you're, you're thinking to yourself i spent so much time on this it's so good you know i just I would love to get this out in the world and so for me, it's been really cool because I always like I, I always encourage people to like if they use uh, a track that that I've I, I that I did uh, to send me the song, and um and so it's just been so rewarding to hear these songs back because sometimes people will do things with them that I would have never thought anybody would ever do you know and it's yeah. totally out of the box i would have never written it that way but it's cool because it's out in the world man it's it's my music it's out in the world it's doing stuff you know and people are writing songs to it and enjoying it so so no i and i i think there's an aspect of uh you know um I, I get some some producers may be hesitant because there's different licenses and things like that. And they're like, well, that's, you know, um, you know, I, I should only my track should only be sold for, you know, the 749 or whatever. And actually, you can do that on jet tracks. You can you can choose which licenses you want to offer. So if you don't want to offer the basic yep. standard or pro, you don't have to. Oh, um, but uh, but anyways, uh, but I think there's a lot of value in just uh, letting people license license your music in different ways. And, you know, some producers in my scarum, but I think uh, for us, most of the producers, not, not most, all the producers all them, yeah. uh, have been, you know, just just been like, this is amazing. Yeah. You know, and, it's and an avenue looking for, for an opportunity like yeah, this. Yeah, for their you know? own success. You know, it's like a lot of a lot of people, we've gotten a lot of feedback so far on, you know, especially from the guys that, you know, the guys and gals that have, have been, uh, you know, successful on the website thus far. And it's like. It's uh, it's really rewarding for us to to have these payouts. These people we've never even met. How yeah. cool! And you know, it's part of the this yeah. global marketplace, this internet world that we live in. It's an amazing thing, especially in this this day and age, this yeah, specific day and age that we live in, yeah. where nobody can go nowhere. But <laughs> what we can do is is a, a talented producer um, anywhere on the map can. Uh, upload his work maybe he's not a songwriter and he just wants to something to happen like like joey was talking about it's like get this stuff out there you know like i don't know what to do with this maybe a songwriter knows what to, what to do with this you know yeah and it's like these geniuses just hang out on logic and pro tools you know and yeah and it's like and then you have these other kinds of geniuses you know like uh showing up as songwriters that do have the time right now you know like they're in the house they're not distracted you know and it's like uh yeah, I think it's a it's a cool thing for everybody and yeah and yeah from a I mean if we want to talk about from a financial standpoint, right? It's like that's probably the only hang up. We mm -hmm. like we kind of outline, we've tried to be as specific as humanly possible in our like terms and and things like that and yeah. within our licenses as to what's okay and what's not okay, you know. So I can understand, you know, there there could be those kinds of hangups and hopefully we cleared all that up in our terms. But from a financial standpoint, it's like, I think you stand to really do so much better than you would have if you would have, you know, like the example I gave earlier where it's like, you just hit up a producer across the street, you know, like 1500 bucks for a demo. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, you know, I think there's there's even more opportunity globally. I think totally. that's probably an understatement, yeah, right? And you could, <laughs> yeah. put, and you could yeah. put more music out there, you know? Um, 
Yeah, I, I think that's, I, I think financially it, it totally makes sense. Um, yeah, just to give you an example on, you know, getting your music out there, I had this songwriter contact me and he says, uh, hey, I bought 10 of your tracks and he goes, I just made it my COVID like, you know, hunker down project to write to oh, all 10 awesome. of these tracks. And nice, I'm like, dude. that's cool, man. That's super you know, super like cool. that's the kind yeah, of stuff yeah. I want to hear, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, yeah, so that's the kind of cool stuff. It's just cool to have all that music out there doing stuff. That is very cool. Right, man. man. Yeah. And for all of you, uh, even producers that are listening at home man, or home studio producers, anybody, I mean, honestly, Joe, you hit on it, man. Like, a lot of us are sitting on tracks that just sit on the shelf and they get dusted up mm -hmm. and when they sit there too long they go to die yeah how about giving them a shot and and it was cool about you said like you you heard some of these dusted up tracks that you put out there and heard some really cool rewarding outside the box experience yeah. with those and that's got to be just an amazing feeling man it so is. all that hard work that time mm -hmm. was now worth it mm -hmm. uh and that's great and that's kind of that gift of giving back too totally. man. right yeah totally uh, let's go into this real quick, man, because I want to talk about. Uh, Ryan and I were talking about this, but a little bit of like of like, of like timing. Like we were talking about top lining. When you buy a beat off of or a track off Jet Tracks, like look, a songwriting session in Nashville is normally I don't know, it can go anywhere. Hell, it could go forty five minutes, it could go three hours, it could go eight hours, yeah. depending on who the hell you're with. <laughs> with Jeffrey Steele, it goes fourteen hours. Better, <laughs> happy you, to, yeah, happy to, happy to. Uh, but, of all time. but I think when you're when you have the track already preset, man, I mean, honestly, these sessions can tend to go faster. We all lived really busy lives, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, talk about that, just that kind of value of like just the, the turnaround times and, and how fast it can be with actually having the track already made. I'm sure uh, Joey can shed uh, even more light on this. But, um, you know, that I heard from a couple of our customers, you know, that that uh, are frequent customers, you know, uh, some of them we know personally and. Um, the, you know, I, I see them all the time, uh, broadcasting on Facebook, how, how quick it took to, to write a song that day. They're always like, you know, like, yeah. oh my God, you know, like I wrote a, I wrote a song in 45 minutes or I wrote a song in an hour and a half or <laughs> whatever. And, and it's, it's like over and over and over again. And it's like, I don't know if I would necessarily prescribe to that. I'm not, I'm not saying there's any one way or that it, or that top lining should necessarily trim the time down. However, I think what top lining helps you do is um, kind of like perfect the vibe. And what I mean by that is you touched on it earlier, Steve. It's like when you fall in love with the track, you know the vibe is right. Yeah. So now it's like you get to spend all your time just making sure that the song is right. Because that's what we're providing. We're providing an opportunity um, to write the best song that you can that you can possibly muster. You know, because you've fall, fallen in love with this track. It's like how many times we step in a room again with a blank slate. We don't know if we love the vibe yet. Yeah, but we're, hopefully we're halfway done with the song later, and we don't even know if we like it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> because you know, a lot of people are going to call it at three hours one way or the other. You know, so hopefully at the end of three hours we both love the song and love the vibe. And here it's like the vibe is taken care of. This happened today. Uh, first 45 minutes, maybe 50 minutes of the right. We didn't, we didn't have a track. Um, we just basically sat and looked at each other and looked at our phones and said, what do you want to write? 
you know, and we just back yeah. and forth. Well, how about this? Well, I don't like that. Okay, mm-hmm. well, how about this? Well, I don't like that. So it's like that whole like time, you know, is That's is we're, we're just staring <laughs> at each other, you yeah. know. Yeah. And um, but when you bring in a top lining track, what I notice is, I uh, you know somebody will start to get a melody within you know i play the track okay they're like oh i dig that and they're like it could be kind of like this but you know and all of a sudden you have a melody for your verse and they're like then the chorus could kind of go you know and and you get to that place way faster because that vibe like you said that vibe is in the room i i believe so much of songwriting is i, I say this all the time songwriting is like putting a bow around a feeling and basically we sell feelings, you know, like if yeah. you can capture the feeling of first love and sell that, then you have a gold mine because everybody wants the feeling of first love. So if you can capture that in a song, then it's gold, you know? And so, uh, you capture that feeling right from the beginning with your track and then, you know, you just throw your melody and, and lyrics on top. So yes, it does go way faster, mainly because you cut out that whole time of like trying to figure out what you're going to do. It also, uh, speeds up the demo process because I'll tell you that for a lot of top lining tracks, if I have a vocalist in the room, I already got that top lining track, uh, you know, queued up. I'll just have them jump on the mic at the end, lay the vocal, I'll tune and process that thing, and yeah. we got a demo to pitch the next day. Yeah, you know, See, or we've same done that, day, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I definitely think it speeds up time. Yeah, like time to market, as well as you know, there's like multiple elements of time here, right? There's time to market, and there's like time in the room, yeah. right? And I think top lines are pretty. It's hard to argue with it. You know, you can't beat it. You really can't, man. And where you can get those beats and tracks to the top line is jettracks.com. Y'all, I want to go over one thing real quick. Uh, I want to revisit this, actually. Because uh, we, we kind of explained top lining and kind of uh, uh, the power of jet tracks, like what these people, what the clients are going to get and what they're really offered. Let's go over these four licensing types, okay? We have the basic license, the standard license, the pro license, and the ultimate plus license. So we'll just go just a little in depth. Uh, I'm a songwriter. I hear this song. I did this today. I, I, again, I mentioned this earlier. I went to the website. I fell in love with the song. I, I was telling you guys, I immediately started writing to it. I forget which one it was. Uh, I, just, I came up with a verse melody. I want that. I want to write to it. I want to pitch that. What license am I getting? Uh, you, if you, if you just want to pitch it, no release or anything, it would be the basic license, okay. uh, which is the first one on there. And it's, it's a great license for songwriters because price is very low so uh we we kind of designed that for the purpose of being able to do a lot of songs we know most of our songwriter friends us included write 150 200 songs a year um and you want to be able to uh pitch a good majority of that and so we want to create a license that's affordable for people uh who want to pitch a lot of songs Mm -hmm. yeah which is super affordable i'm looking at the pricing right now it's just Super affordable. I mean, yeah. come on. Um, and then let's go into the standard license. So we were going to upgrade a little bit. Yep. Talk to me about the standard license. The standard license is for limited release. So um, so there's no paid release. Uh, pay, there's no paid like Spotify type releasing on the basic license. You can only do like SoundCloud and non-paid streaming. Um, but the standard gets you into where you can release 
on paid platforms. And so uh, it's 50,000 streams on the standard license. And so this is good for like new artists um, who, who yeah. are just putting out their stuff. Um, they're not sure if they're going to get up into that 100,000 range or, or singer-songwriters who just want to release their own stuff. The cool thing is, you know, if you're an artist and you release it and you get past 50,000, you can always upgrade your license to a higher license that you need. Um, and, you know, you think money-wise... It, it totally makes sense because, you know, uh, when you compare it to what you would make off of Spotify or something like that, it's a it's a, a fair percentage of what you're paying for the track versus if you got those 50,000 streams, what you would make on Spotify. Right. Yeah. Right. And then the next we have, uh, we're going to the third tier, the pro license. Let's talk about the pro license. Right. Yeah. Right. So something I want to mention, too, it's like, you know, there's like file types involved here in these in these license types that. Um, you know, with that basic, yes. you're getting strictly a high quality MP3 that's going to be plenty to lay your vocal on top of. Okay. Now that standard is going to, we're going to add an additional, um, I believe it's a, I'm going to double check that. It's a, it's a 16 bit wave. We're going to add that as well as the MP3. So that's going to be included there. Now with the pro license, there's, uh, for the people that are, um, interested in, in things like stems or, uh, you know, an additional, you know, streaming limits and distribution limits and live performance. There's, there's even some broadcast in here. Um, now with the, so with this pro license, you get the high quality MP3, the 16 bit wave, but also the 24 bit, uh, high res wave. And you're going to be up to 500,000 paid streams on that. And that includes all the digital service providers. And, uh, you know, in the, you know, for, for like hip hop and pop, you know, live performance usage is included in that and even broadcast up to three stations for limited, uh, broadcast and, uh, also includes the, uh, a music video opportunity there. So this is, a, this That's is good important. for songwriters. Yeah. It's, it's paid usage for performance, uh, for artists and singer songwriters and, uh, yeah, along with that limited broadcast and airplay. Nice. So that that works like let's say let's say I got a track and like I only like parts of it and I want to use that as a backing track if I'm a performer. It mm -hmm. covers that if I'm using that as a backing track live, right? The pro live does cover the pro. That. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Man. Plus, you know, you get those stems. So uh, for anybody who doesn't know, stems are all the individual tracks that make up the tracks. So your drum tracks, guitar tracks. So basically, you could take those into a studio and you can you know take out what you don't want. You can add what you want. Uh, have it completely remixed. Basically, you can make it your own. Um, so, or you can use it as backing tracks for live performance. So, very cool. And um, so, is there? So, do you guys have uh, like a screening process? So, if I'm a producer and mm -hmm. I want to upload a, a track to you guys' site, are you yep. are you guys primarily the the two that are approving or denying? Absolutely. Okay, that's yep. awesome. Very cool. Because yep. I'm just thinking, we have like zero employees right now. <laughs> right on. Right on. <laughs> We're two months old. It's an oven yeah. market. <laughs> oh yeah. We just work our asses off, but um, yeah. but yeah, basically, uh, you would. So there's no approval process to become a producer. Um, but then you would start uploading and every upload we take a listen to and then approve or deny. 
And Got we haven't it. had to deny a lot, which is good. So. Yeah, right on. That's yeah. great. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, we've There's had some of, really great stuff. A lot of talented people so. out there. Very yeah. cool, man. Yeah, because I'm just thinking, like, if I'm, you know, if I'm a producer listening to this and I'm stoked, I was like, dude, I want to make Jet Tracks my main source of income yeah. right now. It's like, totally. you know, how totally. would I do that? Yeah. And we're also happy to give feedback too. And it's mm-hmm. like, if if there was ever something, uh, you know, to be desired for from a, you know, just to keep our, you know, we want to provide quality content for everybody. Yes. Yeah. Something that that they're gonna uh that's gonna be viable for them uh also at this point you know because it's, it's joey and i uh we're happy to, we interact with our customers and our vendors all yeah. the time mm-hmm. you know so um yeah i don't think there's any reason why you know any producer out there who's who's got a dream and and a uh you know got the hunger like they can we, we can definitely yeah like, i want to help with that kind of yeah feed yeah. that like bring that forward yeah, yeah. right on mm-hmm. super cool man i love it absolutely this one i want to spend just a little time and talk to you guys about with uh yes it is the most expensive of the licensing but i think it's the most important mm-hmm. uh kevin and i've had guests on the show we've talked a lot about uh how songwriters instead of maybe reaching for billboard success, can make really great, great careers uh, from film and TV and mm-hmm. sync. You're given an opportunity right here on Jet Tracks. Uh, this is your uh, the ultimate plus license. Uh, again, if you are serious about trying to get your songs on TV and film, this is probably, I would think, the one for you. So let's go into the ultimate plus license. Why is it so important? Yeah, so the ultimate plus, um, you get the MP3. You get the 16-bit wave, you get that 24-bit wave, but you also get the stems, similar to the Pro uh, license, except for the fact that there's um, a buyout process. So this track is removed from Jet Tracks as soon as the purchase takes place, and you're immediately the last person to ever touch this. You know, um, to Steve's point, okay, well, before and before we get there, it's as far as streaming and distribution and live performance broadcast music video all that stuff that we talked about earlier that stuff all those caps are immediately removed okay you know so now it's unlimited across the board now um you know steve you're talking about uh film and tv and this is the license for that and it's like you get all of the benefits of of owning the master it is a license it is still a license um but you have free usage. We, we can't con- necessarily control what anybody else, you know, wants to do as far as how they, how they run their own business, as far as like a media company or uh, a music supervisor. However, um, we're giving you freedom to use that track as if you own the master. So you don't own the master per se, but you, the producer has by, Providing that license, that Ultimate Plus license, you have freedom to use that track in any way that you right. want to use it. So you could you can pitch this to a music supervisor. Yeah, and you're free to make money from Sync at, at any capacity. Get so it there's in a commercial. No, or... There's no back end royalties that would ever be owed for anything you would use this track for. Okay. The reason we don't do master ownership really comes down to a legal thing because if a track is licensed to another person, like let's say that, uh, let's say that a that three songwriters have licensed this under the basic license, right? If we give somebody else master ownership, then they can go to those people who have a license and say, you can't use my music. Anymore. Anymore. 
Gotcha. And so because things are licensed multiple and could be multiple, could be licensed to multiple people, um, it makes true master ownership uh, not a possibility. And so that's why we do a master license. A master license is actually really common. Um, you know, big like Sony and those types of people, they will license, they will give people master license to use their music, even though they own the copyright for mm -hmm. what they do. So it's not, this is not an uncommon practice at all. Um, but we do it just to make sure that the songwriters or the artists who have already bought a license for this and are, have their music out there, that they're safe. You know, yeah. we want to make sure it, it, that they, that it stays legal that way. And so that's why we've opted to not uh, say that it's true master ownership. But the master license and the the fact that the track will never be licensed again basically gives you all the benefits of owning a master. Mm -hmm. and, you're, and you're free to make as much money off of that as you want. At least, the yeah, the benefits that you would care about, right? And it's like, again, it's like what we're talking about is kind of an edge case, but we just wanted to make sure, you know, from a from moral standpoint that you know that we that that we covered that and that was something that we've been over you yeah, know multiple, we've been back and forth on that about many 10, times, times so many times yeah. oh, but sure. you know i think it, i think it, we've struck a balance that i think is going to work for you know everybody again we try to provide something something for everybody and i think uh that's probably the best way to handle it yeah and i will just say on the since you were talking about sync placements uh we have had several people get sync placements with the tracks absolutely um oh, nice. and they'll get taken by publishers and all these different things so mm -hmm. um you know so it just it depends you know some music supervisors will say well i'm not going to touch this track unless it's complete master ownership right but it's happening and people are getting great right. placements with yep. the master license because master license is actually a pretty common thing yep. you know and totally. a music supervisor who knows truly what a master license is they're gonna be like okay well that you can use the track you yeah know? so yeah yeah, I, th I think especially with like COVID and the amount of Netflix shows and the amount of Amazon Prime shows, Hulu shows that are coming out, all these shows, we've said this before on the podcast, need music. And so it is, uh, and, and you're right, these music supervisors, they're, this is nothing new to them. Mm -hmm. the, the mastering, if they know what they're doing and have dealt with this before, uh, th this is not rocket science for them. Right. They, they understand the process of, right. of, of all of this. But yeah, I, I think it is important to... Our listeners, you know, if if you are, if if you want to go down that road of uh, film and TV and sync, I I think the the ultimate pro license or the I'm sorry, the ultimate, yeah, plus, pro, plus ultimate the ultimate plus, plus is plus. the way to go. And for the price, guys, it's amazing. Um, I think what you guys are offering is incredible. I think uh, you're bringing people from all, you know, not just the United States but all over the world to be able to connect with uh, amazing producers, amazing artists, singer songwriters that. Uh, it, it's just an amazing feat, I think, to, to be able to do that, especially this time. Some of us have a lot of downtime. If you have an inkling of doing music or wanting to try it and d can't play a guitar or don't know how to sing, you're a lyricist or whatever, Jet Tracks is probably the way to go. This will get you a great start and give you a collaborative process with people who are having that have the same vision and dream as you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just on that note, uh, as far as lyricists go, we ha we have a ton of lyricists um, that uh, use the tracks, and it's really cool because you know 
Um, I think everybody can sing to some degree, but they think they can't sing. So, but they're, you know, what they'll do is they'll take their song or they'll take the track and then they'll kind of wrap the lyrics, wrap them out on the verse, you yeah. know, kind of the rhythm mm-hmm. and same with the chorus. So they write out their entire song as kind of a, kind of a rap, you know, and then they'll find a melody person to come in and basically take those syllables. Cause they know all their, they know all their phrasing and syllables are correct because it fits with the music. And they'll basically just have them come in and put those notes in the right place. And then, you know, they'll create songs that way. And so for lyricists, it's been, I think, a super helpful, yeah, helpful tool I for bet. that. Yeah. Blown away by how well thought out this is, man. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Great project. We didn't sleep for a while. Yeah, we didn't sleep for a long time. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, wow. it's this, worth this it. is the uh, I was talking, result I like, of a lot of, a lot of, yeah. of not sleeping. I was talking to you. I think, what is this going on? I know. Yeah. I was like, who am I talking to right now? Dude. This guy don't sleep. Delirious, man. Yeah. yeah. Lots of, good times. Lots Never of 4 a.m.s. Yeah. Yep. That's the dedication it yep. takes, though, right? It does. Yep. That's the so, entrepreneurial yes. mindset. And it was worth it. You it know? Was, man, it was... It was it was cool. It was super rewarding, you know. And it's like again, I don't think we could have done it without it, without each other. Because you, oh, you yeah. get to that, you know. It's kind of like again going back to the the partnership, the marriage thing. It's like when one person's like dying, the other one's like holding the other one up. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's like, Oh, come on, we got we just only got like two more <laughs> yeah. miles to go, man. Yeah. 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 yeah, you need to know your partner's strengths, weaknesses, yeah. and know yeah. uh, know when to hold them, know when to fold them, man. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, you really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's he's a Tony Robbins guy, and I'm a Tim Ferriss guy. So yeah, we throw, we throw great other, great combo. We throw dude. each other quotes all the time. Uh, you know, just yeah. like well, Tony Robbins says this. Yeah, well, exactly. Tim Ferriss <laughs> says this. So, I, it's, but it's, it keeps us going. It's you know? kind of the same it thing. Yeah. You're Tony Robbins. I'm currently still reading this Tim Ferriss. I think we yeah. even talked about that. Where you're yeah. like, oh, you're you're much like Joey. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It, that's yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. get that. I get that for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. How um, I'm just curious, like how um just from like uh like an outbound sales perspective like are you guys how are you sourcing business from an outbound air, uh like sense of uh like approach or are you basically just relying on producers like coming to you or uh, so in other words like like are you targeting specific producers in specific markets that you know would be good for this and like calling them emailing them pitching them on this or is a lot of your business so far just come to you through yeah most of what we've done so far has been grassroots so yeah we do reach out to producers Mm -hmm. um we do reach out to songwriters too um we're just trying to to spread the word and what's really cool is once people latch on to it they want to spread the word you know and producers want to say hey check out my tracks on jet tracks which is really cool Uh, i will say say right now we could use more hip-hop mm-hmm. um reggae. we don't have a lot of tracks in our right. reggae i want the uh, reggae. Good, to know. reggae good to know and also to know. latin i don't know if there's any latin yeah. producers out there yeah. but uh we could really use some latin tracks absolutely um, that's a huge market use some flavor some spice yeah, yeah. we oh, need yeah. it mm-hmm. um reggae we have tone. a lot of country but we're always open for um yeah. for it you know if you, if you got tracks we have a genre for it yeah so um and if know, we don't we'll add it yeah, we'll add it. Exactly. Have you guys like launched any like Facebook ad campaigns for it? Or have you even delved into that realm of like... We've started to. And again, like we've, we've started reaching out, kind of, you know, kind of trying to be creative about that as far as, you know, attracting producers, but also top liners and people already interested in this market. We also had a community. We were blessed to have a community around us to begin with. Um, you know, again, Joey was 
was was doing this uh on his own for a while you know so um that's kind of helped spread the word right on no that's awesome that's the best way obviously and, and a lot of that a lot of the members of that community were not concentrated in the same place yeah so it's been kind of cool to watch you know because you know i'm a tech guy so obviously i'm gonna watch the track you know i have i have some tools on the back end where i get to kind of see where the we, we get to see where the traffic's coming from yeah and it's very cool to see it from all over the world you know it's literally yeah. from all across the dang planet you know yeah and um but yeah, that's kind of the gear that we're in now. We're in kind of now that we're out of development mode. Now we're into marketing mode. We've like yep. we, we want the the website to live and breathe on its own, like it's a human being. Yeah. You now we've sent it off to college, mm-hmm. and now like Give we can figure out how to fund it. You yeah. know, just yeah. like a college kid. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Love it, dude. That was a great answer, man. Thank you. Well, boys. I think we may be at that moment. Oh man, we uh, we've this gone was over, fun. And this is fun. We've gone over the time limit. Fun. Didn't even mind it. Didn't mind it. If you guys didn't, I did not. Uh, so I think uh, Kev, any last words, man? Did you have any other questions for our guest today? Uh, I did not, man. All those uh, those were great answers, man. I'm just like, I mean, I could probably go down the rabbit hole, man. I'm just so oh, curious sure? on a ton of different mm-hmm. details. But no, man, for for the overall view, that was that was awesome. And like I said, man, well well done. Very impressed and. Super thank cool. you man and yeah. anybody i mean that brings up a good point like anybody feel free to reach out reach out to us like if you go to jettracks.com you can contact us in any way we read emails all day perfect um, man and we have a we have a new chat mechanism so mm-hmm. you can hit us up and we'll literally respond to you yeah and you can email cool. us at info at jettracks.com and uh one of us one of us will get back we look at that all day so yeah, thank you guys so much for having us. Yeah, I really appreciate it. This is a blessing. Man, appreciate I'm, it. I'm telling you, like like I said, and and our listeners need to know this, man. I, I I was just I went to it today, got lost into a song, and I was about halfway through writing it in 30 seconds. It was just <laughs> exactly. it's, it's that powerful of a tool. So all of you songwriters, producers, artists, music creators that do listen to us, please check out jettracks.com. It'll be worth your time, y'all. That is going to wrap it up for today. As always, we thank you for tuning into the Bombcast. Y'all, if you like what you heard, maybe gain knowledge or learned anything new today that may help you through your creative or personal journey, please rate and review this episode. Y'all, it helps out a lot. We love what we do, and what we do is for the YOU. So we appreciate that love. Shop with us and stay updated on all of our apparel, new releases, and our blog by visiting bombersandsleeves.com. We are always most active on our Instagram, so follow us at bombersandsleeves and follow this bombcast at bombcast underscore official. We want to thank our both of our special guests again tonight, Mr. Joey Ebach and Mr. Ryland Fisher. Thank you guys so much for being here. Find your sound and search tracks and search for tracks and beats from today's hottest producers and sell your tracks and beats at jettracks.com. That is jettracks.com. Follow them on Instagram at jettracks.dot.com. Y'all be good and stay safe out there. Thank you again to our guest. And until next time, bomb your boundaries, baby. Peace.